This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Hold on, check me, bro. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and today's guest is somebody I'm really excited to get their takes on. She is a jack of all trades, I would say. She is a travel expert, a writer, a host, a stylist. Anaya Richards, hi, how are you? Hi, Dylan. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm excited to have you. I feel like a lot of the people that I talk to about Bravo are like, like it takes up their entire lives and it's like what they think about all day, every day. And so it's it's fun to talk to people who have different backgrounds and you bring a really exciting background with like your travel and like fashion experience. So I want to hear a little bit about what you do first of all, to kind of tell everyone like what your whole deal is and then also like what your Bravo journey is, why you love Bravo. Oh, but Bravo does take up my life. <laughs> by the way. That's true. No, like, yeah, that's that's true. Like for most of us, it takes up more of our time than it should, regardless of what you do, like for work. <laughs> do you ever think that what would be if you didn't watch Bravo? Like how much time you would have and get back? You're like, what would I even do with myself? It's a little scary to think about. I don't let myself <laughs> go to that place. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do, and I see like Gia, and I'm like, wow, it's been a while. Oh it's God. been a while. <laughs> But yeah, I'm a travel writer and blogger. Um, I helped, I was a founding contributor of Teen Vogue magazine when it first started when I was in high school. And I was in the fashion industry for a while and parlayed that into a travel writing career. So um, I'm on American Influencer Council and I just want everyone to travel more, want more Americans to have passports. It's about, for me, bridging those cultural gaps. That's also what I feel like my Bravo ladies do. But, <laughs> so that's how it leans into work for me. Yeah, I feel like some of the women on Bravo are better um, cultural ambassadors than others. <laughs> some of them, I'm like, I don't really want them going to other countries and people thinking that's like what America has to offer. But, you know. <laughs> but do you remember when it was actually a thing when people would be upset, like, oh, the Jersey Shore cast doesn't represent New Jersey. And like back in the day, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, how Italian-Americans were really upset. And like, we've come so far when no one's expecting them to represent them anymore. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if you're at a resort or something and you see a group of women being followed around by cameras, like you pretty much know what's up. Nobody's (laughs) thinking that that's just like, a normal American family on vacation. Exactly. Exactly. And I love and I love them for it. But it's like the different franchises. I love seeing how they travel, where they travel. Like right now, Miami is my favorite to just look at because mm-hmm. I like I'm from New York City. If I wasn't, I would want to be from Miami because I'm, I'm obsessed with Miami. So it's so good to watch them. You're like Lisa Barlow. You're a New York Miami girl. 
<laughs> Definitely. I feel like a lot of New Yorkers are. I'm just so, no, that's really bad. But yeah, I think that's also why I have a soft spot for Lisa because of that. I've actually never been to Miami and I feel like that's something where like I, I get the idea of it, but I haven't ever experienced it for myself. And Real Housewives of Miami, I have to say, is really making me want to go take a trip. Right. And it's just like the way they live life to the fullest there. They live it so brightly. I'm obsessed with them. Like I love the Alexia of it all like, and how and Nicole. I, I love the displays of wealth of Miami way more. Like that's what we needed. Were you like an OG Miami viewer back in the day or did you just kind of get on the train this year? I was an OG viewer and then I rewatched during lockdown. And I remembered how much, but I think I fell off Miami's last season in Mm -hmm. like the back in the daytime. And then I rewatched it all. And I was like, oh, wow, this was amazing. I didn't realize what a gem I was watching at the time. Yeah, I watched it. I had never seen it until last year when they announced the reboot. I was like, okay, now I need to do it. Like it it has to be done. Um, And it, yeah, such a good choice to bring it back. And like the women that they kept just... Oh, it's so good. I've loved I've loved talking about it every week because I feel like <laughs> there genuinely is so much going on with the storylines, both the personal storylines within the group, you know, all the Larsa stuff I find fascinating, even if she's not the most forthcoming. Like, I just, I can't get enough. I love the Larsa stuff, especially watching the first, when you watch the first season, you're like, uh, I was really excited for her personal life to be brought on the show. And I'm not loving how, yeah, how she's not being forthcoming, but I like that Adriana is fine because Adriana was always messy. And that's my favorite Adriana. Like she's all, there's always been a chip on her shoulder. It's always about someone thinking they're better than her. And so you're just waiting for it. Like, who's it going to be this season? Absolutely. It's funny. Like somebody like her, I feel like she always is. She's like looked down upon a little bit by some of the other women. I don't know if it's because, you know, she hasn't had the steady relationship or maybe she's not the wealthiest out of all of them. But at the end of the day, she's been there just as long as anybody else. So I feel like she kind of she feels like an underdog a little bit. But at the same time, it's like, no, she earned her place. It's a she has a weird underdog story and I don't really understand it. But you're totally right. They like kind of are like mm, poor Adriana, poor Adriana. <laughs> Someone's always trying to take her under their wing. And then it's like totally. but she also was she had like some of the most amazing scenes from the past seasons before. Like her and oh my gosh, I forgot the model's name. Oh, Do you Joanna. That physical fight? Yes. <laughs> like that was intense. Like Adriana has always been intense. I was quite relieved when they weren't bringing back Joanna Krupa because she just always she was like it was like something didn't click with her and I found her to be like kind of distasteful. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy her vibe. Like it was a little sinister to me. And you know, I think everybody on the show now you know, obviously they don't all get along. We don't want them to, but you know, they kind of feel like they make sense as a group and like Joanna kind of threw it off to me. I totally agree with you. And even, like, I don't love Marisol, but I love what she brings to the group. And I love, like, the essence of Mama Elsa of her. Because I feel like that's, like, what I will always remember. And the older she gets, the messier she gets and says what she wants, like Mama Elsa. So that part of her I love. I'm 
like randomly like started to be a Nicole stan. And so I think yep. that's why I'm not loving Marisol, but <laughs> I appreciate what she brings to the group. And so, yeah, it's, it's that, yeah, I think you're right with Joanna that she would have thrown it off because there is like love, hate that I have with all of them and I want them all there. Even Kiki. <laughs> yeah. Kiki, I don't know what planet she's on. She's in like a different orbit, but she makes me laugh every time she has a little scene like at the dinner table in the Hamptons when she's just, oh my God. Oh my God. And again, <laughs> she just in couldn't. Miami, like Kiki. <laughs> Kiki she can't in- handle anything that's going on. And I really enjoy watching her brain just kind of break down. Me too. Kiki is really bad with conflict. <laughs> I love it. And I I really love it. And it's and it's weird because I feel like Kiki has a close relationship with Larsa and I haven't really figured that out. (laughs) Like what's going on between them? When there's a friend of that doesn't really have, you know, the status that like Adriana or Marisol do this season, where they're basically, you know, cast members, it's a little tricky because it's like, are they cutting out stuff? that's extra context because that person's not a housewife or are they just kind of a random presence? You know, we're not going to get answers. And that's, that's happened on other shows. Like I, you know, Salt Lake city this season has been a total whirlwind, but it's crazy to remember that Angie was like in the mix for a few episodes earlier this season and had a confessional and everything. And then it just basically got like dumped by the wayside. This season has been so much. I forgot <laughs> I about that. Feels like another season. <laughs> I know. Think back to if just a few short months ago, <laughs> maybe not short, but they were at dinner and like the waitress was coming up and being like, I'm Angie's best friend. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. this season has been a lot. And it's not even about Jen's arrest. That's the crazy thing that we have someone who committed. I tried to explain this to my fiance and he was like, what are you watching? I go, the person who committed crimes is not even the worst one on this show. That's and he goes, well, they, they videotape her arrest. And I was like, ah, they videotaped a chase, but that's not the most important thing going on right now. Right. Like out of everyone in the cast, there are probably like three people that are more in the hot seat than Jen Shaw. And- I mean, the re- we'll see at the reunion. I feel like Andy, they'll probably do mm-hmm. a good chunk on Jen at the reunion. But in terms of the actual group dynamics, that's kind of like not the fish they're trying to fry, which is <laughs> strange to me. But also, I kind of get it. It's like, okay, well, she can't talk about it. So let's just talk about Mary. But it's also, she's not even giving us an Erica, I can't talk about it. She's mm-hmm. giving us like totally bizarro i didn't do it i don't understand what's even happening to me in a way that like i feel a little bit nuts i'm like yeah yeah i believe her <laughs> like no one's talking about it we've all moved on and it's and you're like what is happening she's convincing us <laughs> like they're just blowing over it she's like i don't even understand what they're talking about like the fbi doesn't come like just a, a misunderstanding <laughs> she's like it's just an accident yeah she loves to throw out the phrase no evidence that they're just yeah. coming after her with no evidence and it's like okay maybe <laughs> and there's just so much evidence that we've seen online and but she's just it's really a little bit scary because <laughs> you start questioning yourself you're like but she's fine she's living her life 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. I've been watching um, on Netflix the Anna Delvey show, the new like Shonda Rhimes one, and I don't I don't think it's very good, but the story is kind of it gives me Jen Shaw vibes a little bit because there are all these people who were friends with Anna Delvey and were in her life and were basically taken advantage of, but they still have this idea that they're like, no, 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 Anna Anna has money she just was in a weird situation or there was some issue with her trust or like, you know, there's all this people are making excuses for her and like apologizing for her even after she's been, you know, arrested and charged with things. And it seems very clear that she doesn't have the money she said she did. And it kind of is like a little bit of Jen Shaw, Heather Gay vibes. Where That's it's what like, I was thinking. No, no, no. Like my friend Jen 
isn't that person that they're saying she is. And I understand if you really are close with someone and, you know, it's not like Heather has been personally, you know, scammed by Jen. I understand that your instinct is like, no, I don't think she would do that. But then when there's evidence and there's, you know, victims and all this stuff, it's like, maybe you need to take a step back and actually think logically about it because just saying like, but she's my friend. She wouldn't do that. Isn't like a real defense. One thousand percent. I'm always like, am I just really skeptical of people and judgmental and unkind? <laughs> because the way that Heather Gay is like, never <laughs> my friend. I was like, I don't think I would be like, yeah, you can come over to my house, but I don't think we should be seen together in public <laughs> because you've scammed a lot of people. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. The or like Meredith's moment on the Zion trip when she's like, if Jenna's paying for this dinner, I cannot go. And it's like, girl, re- really? But like, I get it. But also it felt a little, that felt a little phony to me. Cause I'm like these trips, it's like, I mean, they don't pay for these trips exactly. for the most part. But I know I love that. That's why I loved it. I was like, she saw the camera. She like checked. Is my mic right? Okay. So let me get this on the record that I said, no, I am not involved and Whitney was just like um excuse me what it was very bizarre she didn't With get Jennifer it Shaw <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm curious to know we're talking about people these casts being on various trips as somebody who is very involved in travel related things in your outside of Bravo life does watching these women travel on the show stress you out or does it feel aspirational or like what's your kind of vibe watching travel on Bravo I think in that it depends on the franchise like Beverly Hills is always pretty aspirational um watching Noella deal with a passport issue stress <laughs> stress <laughs> because i find myself i don't relate to heather Jabro. i find her like very annoying about how she plans things and is that person but as she was totally right like i would disengage <laughs> as meredith would say from someone like noella like if you can't get your passport together i i can't with you Cynthia Bailey don't ever want to go on a trip where she books the housing because Cynthia's cheap. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Do you watch uh, Married to Medicine? Of course. Of course. I'm thinking of the one time, I think they were in Mexico or maybe, maybe they weren't in Mexico, but they went on the trip and they were like shoved in this little van for like an hour from the airport to the house. And I have never, I'm not really claustrophobic in my everyday life, but I have never felt such anxiety watching a group of people in a vehicle. (laughs) Oh my God, get a second car, please. That's one thing I do love about Salt Lake City, like the room on that sprinter, there was room for a lot of action to happen. Mm -hmm. And you knew the production team was there too. You're like, oh, this is great. They booked a very roomy place. But yeah, married to medicine. They're kind of so-so with the couple trips. It depends on who's booking. I can't remember if Simone is a good one or a bad. It's like someone. I think Simone is Simone is the bad one, I think. And Toya like she, is the good one. Toya likes to ball out. Simone <laughs> is like, this will be nice. Everyone will have a good time. And then they get there and they're like, what? They're like, Simone, why? Because there was also one time where Simone booked a boat tour and it was like, some like it looked like a cargo <gasps> ship. Like, yes. It was, <laughs> yes. That's like, 
That's a travel thing that I think Bravo people really struggle to get right is booking the boat for the excursion because we've had multiple times, you know, like Jackson Brittany's bachelorette party where it's like they're on like some tugboat instead of the yacht that they say they're going to be on. And Columbia it's like, it's just with Tinsley, that boat <laughs> where everyone got sick. That was crazy in New York. That was insane, actually. I was surprised that Tinsley did that. <laughs> I feel like with a boat excursion, this is not something I have a lot of experience with, but I feel like unless you're really going to ball out on like the nice boat, maybe just skip it and stay on the beach. (laughs) I would love you to be a cast member. I totally agree with you. I actually, I remember growing up, I had a few sweet 16s on boats and I would always have so much anxiety before because, you know, you're 16, you're, it's like the peak of drama. And you're like, I'm going to be stuck with these people on a boat. What time, how long is this going to be around? Like it's going around New York City coastline. And so I hate being feel, the feeling of being trapped on a boat. Shannon's boat yeah. situation, I really loved this past, um, this past OC. Mm. I felt like Shannon yeah. looked natural on that boat like we saw we saw shannon kind of return to her former glory (laughs) yeah because that felt like it was a very part of everyday life we're just going down to the boat we're gonna have some drinks we're gonna go on a little boat ride it wasn't some big thing of like i'm renting out a yacht Woo! like yeah it just felt kind of you know there's something i think effortlessly chic about just like hanging out on like the boat for the afternoon. I love it. And I love it for Shannon because I know she she's been trying to get back to that life and I'm like this is you yeah. Shannon. This is, you're the person who just has a boat and I love it for you. Yeah, sadly for Shannon effortlessly chic is not really how I would describe nope. the last few years of her life, but no. <laughs> not <laughs> lots of effort, not a lot of chicness, but poor Shannon. Poor Shannon. She's trying. She's trying. She has a special place in my heart. <laughs> like Shannon like forever rent free in my mind. That Shannon moment with when with her and Kelly Dodd, this is not my plate. Like that's always going mm-hmm. in my head pretty regularly. And they went back to the quiet woman last week. They returned to the scene of the crime. I love that Shannon can kind of make fun of herself about <laughs> stuff like that. I'm not like a Shannon Bedore fan really at all but i do think she can be very entertaining sometimes yeah and that was one of those moments exactly are you a noella person um that feels like a scary thing to like (laughs) assign to myself like to be a noella person sounds intense like a lot to take on i do i'm very invested in knowing kind of what's going on with her situation because i think it feels very intense and twisty turny um i don't feel like I'm not like loving her on this season as a housewife in general. Um, But I am thankful for the storyline because I think this season is a little bit lacking in, you know, plot moving forward. So what about you? How do you feel about Noella? For me, and I love a chaotic housewife, like I'm drawn to the chaos. Mm. But for some reason, her chaos is like, there is a hint of darkness in it that it's like next level too much for me and i i find myself i like what she brings to the table as someone who's anti-heather but i also find that she's so unreasonable like i wish that there was a more reasonable person going up against heather because she's totally totally all over the place and then she you'll start off being like oh yeah she has some great points and then it just 
chaos let loose and it's everyone's getting like catching the heat from her. It's too much for me. Yeah, I was talking about this with one of my guests last week about how it's like we're thankful that there is at least one person in the cast who's not sort of staying away from Heather because it feels like she kind of has that untouchable Mm -hmm. status. But it's not quite a worthy matchup or at least Noella is not really in the place to be able to kind of exactly focus on that at like she has other she has other things to focus on clearly so yeah i mean i don't dislike noella certainly but i am i would be interested to see if she comes back for another season whether she can kind of you know have her personal life maybe a little more in check and be able to like fully engage with the group in kind of a more normal way because right now obviously she just is going through it and you know I think it's tough you know I I like chaotic housewives too and I think you're right about what you say that the darkness is kind of creeping in a little too much right now with Mm -hmm. her and we've seen that happen with other housewives you know like Phaedra comes to mind or maybe like a Brandy Glanville where it's like or Taylor Armstrong everybody who's going to be on All Stars too, brace yourselves (laughs) but Brandy. But, like, oh, the- but that it's like, it's hard to kind of, you know, have that chaos going on and then also keep it together enough to like be a productive participant to the group. Mm-hmm. And so I think Noella's kind of teetering on that line. Yeah, with Brand, I think Br- she's like, oh, Brandy's a really good example because she gets like so out of pocket and you're like, oh, I can't really back you on that. And you start to feel like Gina. And then there's like, yeah, and Phaedra with the dark, the candy. But I do kind of want Phaedra back. I'm ready for, I'm okay. ready for Phaedra to come back <laughs> because I feel like, did you watch Portia's Family Matters? I didn't finish it. I watched like the first couple episodes. I, I think it was good for me as a Portia person. Okay. It was like very good for me to see Portia in not a great light and not to have it be Kenya and like Kenya's being like obsessed with Portia or whatever that I was rooting for Dennis and that's insanity. And so you're like, like, what is happening? So I feel like it was good to balance me as a Portia person. Like I think sometimes I have like these – I love Tree and I understand Teresa can be totally wrong and I won't always have her back, but I really love what she brings to the show. And so yeah, I'm drawn to the chaotic housewives, but I see the wrong in them, but I'm okay with it. I like – I'm glad to hear that take on Portia's Family Matters because I also was always a Portia fan on Housewives. And I feel like I heard some people saying that Family Matters really just made them hate Portia. Mm -hmm. And they were like, she looks awful. You know, this is the worst thing she's ever done, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like it sounds like you had kind of a more – balanced experience maybe where you were able to say I love Portia I enjoy Portia but like this is kind of a rough situation for her um because I feel like a lot of people were being almost maybe a little vicious when that show was coming out um and I don't want Portia to be like like I don't want her to be like ruined or like dragged like I just want her to be a normal person who can be right and be wrong um But I'm excited to see what they do this season with Atlanta. It looks like filming is probably finishing up soon. And the cast is 
I'm very excited. And Marlo with a peach. I'm so excited to see more Marlo. And Marlo was a person that I really liked the back and forth that Marlo gave. And, you know, some seasons, I lo- it depends on whose side Marlo was on. Some seasons I loved her. Some seasons I couldn't stand her. And I love that. I love that in a housewife. I love that in a franchise where I start feeling one way. Like, I like that they keep me, keep me guessing and keep me switching sides. That I'm never going to fight online for a person. Sometimes the Bravo by Betches gets really intense in the comment section. I love it. Oh my God. I like looking at the comments and I like responding sometimes, but but you'll see sometimes there's a comment where somebody says something and then there are like 54 replies under that comment. And I'm like, I'm not clicking into that. I don't need to know. It's, it's so I don't weird. belong there. I won't engage. I won't engage with that. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Speaking of social media behavior, though, and the Atlanta cast, so Kenya posted the other day that Kenya Moore Hair Care is officially now in CVS stores, which is very exciting for her. But I noticed, so can there was like an event at a CVS, I guess. Candy was there, and Sonia Richards Ross, our new housewife oh, and yeah. Olympic champion, was there. And in the caption, Kenya was thanking people, and she thanked every single woman on the current Atlanta cast, with the exception of Marlo. <laughs> oh, that's that's gonna be great. I oh. know, and I we've seen Kenya and Marlo really go from being in a bad place mm-hmm. to last season. They were kind of on better terms and Marlo was sort of turning on Portia. Portia. And to know going into this season that it seems like maybe Kenya and Marlo are no longer in a good place. I feel mean to say it, but it makes me happy. It makes me so happy because they're both so good. I feel like they're both like, they're, they both can give a good amount of shade. Like, I think I really love the shade that the and Potomac is another season that's really great at the shade. And you see them. Yeah, they just give good TV. They give good TV, both of them. And I was like a Porsche person in the Kenya versus Porsche of it all. But then I was a Kenya girl in the Ultimate Girls trip. <laughs> and so 
I love that. I think the back-to-back of Dancing with the Stars Mm -hmm. and Ultimate Girls Trip for Kenya was one of the best things that could have happened to her because with Dancing with the Stars, she really, really wanted it. She Mm -hmm. deeply was deeply invested. You could tell she cared a lot. And I think that was like a good light to see her in. And then on Girls Trip, yeah, she really, I thought, came off super well. I think a lot of people watching that show who had never really been Team Kenya, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden were like, I like this person that I'm seeing right now. And maybe that won't translate exactly to what we're going to (laughs) see on Atlanta. But I think it's important that that side of her is in there because I think Kenya is one of those people who is extremely good at her job of being on reality TV. Yes. And so it's important to remember that when you see her being messy or doing something kind of fucked up, that's not like because she's a horrible person. It's because she's good at being on TV. I love when like bringing the cookie lady. Like that's amazing. (laughs) That's peak Kenya messiness. Kenya more hair care, peak Kenya messiness made for TV. I also feel like Ultimate Girl Trip was good for Teresa too. Because you saw her, because you always hear, I'm a girl's girl from her, but you don't ever really get to see it on Jersey. And on Ultimate Girls Trip, you really saw like the girl's girl of Teresa that she just wants to have some fun and chat. And and it was like so cute when she said, I haven't been able to ever have fun on my season. And you're like, wow. And I love (laughs) the way that Melissa's like, yeah, everyone's always coming for you. Like she has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) It makes me think of, um, there's a clip that's like one of my favorite memes where it's um, Ayanla and she's like talking to this girl and she's like, does that sound like something you want? And she's like, yes. Well, you'll (laughs) never get it. Yes. And it's like, Teresa, as long as she's on Housewives of New Jersey, is never going to have that like chill season where she's just kind of vibing with everyone. Um, So it was fun to see her kind of have that on the beach. And, you know, talk about being in love with Louie. Mm-hmm. And then now that the season has started, it's like right back down to earth. Exactly. And, and it's we- like, oh, no, no, no. Like the red flag. We're talking about the red flags with your man, not how much you're in love. <laughs> but then it was weird because Girl Trip with the Ramona of it and Teresa of it all. We also see Teresa flip, like be angry at someone and not completely flip out. And you're like, wow, she does have range, but there's something about her castmates that strike a chord with her every time. And I'm really excited to see this Louis situation play out, like excited and sad for her at the same time. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scared. I'm scared. You know, I, I, I like to sort of, you know, remove myself from the situation and just be like, you know, these people are adults Two consenting adults can do whatever they want. I hope she signs a prenup because, you know, yeah. whatever. But it's like, you know, she's, she seems like she's having fun. She's getting laid. You know, what more can you ask for? Don't pop her love bubble. <laughs> <laughs> she's in her love bubble she's- with her pineapple and she's happy to stay there for right now. It's listening to your interview with Marge. You realize how chill she is. And that's something that you don't really see on the show. Like she's, I really like her, Mm. but she just seems like grade A messy on the show. And you see like she realizes she's filming a show. Her being cool with Dolores was something that was really fun and interesting to me because you don't see that really until the last episode. I think in general, I think a lot of the women on Jersey generally get along and then sort of Jennifer and Teresa are kind of the ones who... 
maybe don't click with the rest of the group as well, which I mean, Teresa obviously is never going to not be in that group. But Jennifer does seem like kind of the odd one out Mm -hmm. in terms of everyone sort of being on the same wavelength as people almost. And I think her issues with Margaret and to a lesser extent with Jackie right now are really interesting because they clearly just have completely different ways of looking at this whole situation. Mm -hmm. And then I think Teresa saying that a fact is worse than a rumor off to the side, like doesn't help the matter, but exactly. I mean, it's, it is so messy and I think people are having really strong reactions to kind of things that Margaret has said on the show. And I don't know, to me, I just like, I'm enjoying watching it, but I, I don't feel like I feel that strongly about one side or the other. I don't mind what Margaret said. <laughs> I'm like, mm, it's going to come out. Jennifer feels like one of those, one of the people that joined. And I think there's usually like one in every cast sometimes that joined to make friends that they kind mm. of were a little bit lonely and they don't have a lot of girlfriends and they're like, oh, this could be a fun experience. Um, Jennifer seems like a great mom, a great wife. We've seen she's been forgiving of a lot. And it seemed like that was her world. And so she didn't have a lot going on. And that's kind of why she clings to Dolores and Teresa. She doesn't have a crew. And I think because she has so many kids, she's got a lot going on in that house. That's true. I think, and you know, I don't, I think there are a lot of women on this cast that didn't necessarily know everyone coming in. I think Mm -hmm. Jackie and Margaret are kind of in that category too, but clearly Jackie, Margaret, Melissa, Dolores a little bit have all really gotten close with each other. I think they are genuinely good friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been at an event where they were hanging out and it's like, they're there because they want to be there. They like being with each other. They see each other when they're not filming. And then it's like, I don't think Jennifer is ever really, you know, I have a feeling there's a very active group text with that cast that Jennifer is not in. Let's just say that. You're so right. And that's so sad. That's so like when you're like when you have like when you show up to filming and you're like and they're laughing about something in the group chat. Right. They're like, oh, did you see what Evan said? You know what? What the picture I sent of Evan and Jennifer's like, I didn't see the picture. Oh, no. And you, that was exactly what happened. You, I feel like that was a reenactment. <laughs> that was a reenactment. Yeah. Poor girl. And it's it's a little sad, but at the same time, it makes sense. I mean, she's not as close with the other women. And I think, you know, it's a question of whether you view these casts more as a group of friends or as a group of coworkers. Mm-hmm. And I think the lines can get blurry and this is a cast where there are clearly a few really close friends and then there are some coworkers and exactly. Do you think so? I feel like the Potomac, the Potomac cast is the most fun to me offline that you'll see like Ashley and Candace hanging out. It's super interesting. I think they, they do a good job of not taking their work home with them sort of like, I think there have been moments where it's really tense or really, you know, People, obviously, Monique and Candace was a whole thing. I think for a while, Ashley and Candace were probably kind of in a similar place where they really couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't be together. But I think they do a good job of kind of, at the end of the day, they're all on this, you know, wild ride together. And, you know, aside from Wendy and Mia, I guess, they've all been on this show now for four plus seasons together. The OGs have been on for six or seven years. So wild. And so it's like, I think when you've been 
doing it that long together, like Giselle and Karen, I think whether or not they're really getting along at any given moment, like they understand each other, they know each other well. Mm -hmm. And I think they have a respect for each other, which really show it comes across in the show because even when they are fighting, it always feels like it's two, two equals who really are, you know, going at each other from a place of like, we know what we're doing right now. And at the end of the day, we'll be fine. Exactly. That's, and that's what I think OC is missing. They're missing main characters. Like Heather's the only main character right and and there's nobody that heather can come for that doesn't feel like she's punching down you know exactly you know shannon's been on the show longer than anyone but shannon always feels like she's in this kind of vulnerable position and so when heather's like screaming at shannon it Mm. doesn't really feel like you're like oh god like shannon probably deserves it but i don't know if she can really like take this right now shannon is like raw nerves in human form yeah she's like a dry socket it's crazy like she is just ready to like you're just like oh no i can't believe i'm watching this so yeah you're totally right it's super uncomfortable to watch heather go like when she said i will come for you like i thought that was so mean because she knew who she was saying it to (laughs) yeah she's like i will take everything from you and shannon's like what what are you referring to like i don't even you know like i have like this condo maybe the boat i don't know (laughs) (laughs) don't take the boat not the boat boat. that's the one place shannon's at home Uh, (laughs) this has been so fun chatting with you about all of our favorite stuff um anaya can you tell everyone where they can find you where they can read your stuff all of that good stuff yeah you can find me on instagram n-n-e-y-a two n's and um my blog and a perfect world.com with n-a perfect world.com love that you got to get the spellings right you don't want people to be like puzzling through how to spell something i know i had this is going to age me when i was at a knicks game when i was a kid and it was jar i went we were sitting courtside and Ja Rule was there. And uh-huh. I went to get an autograph because you got autographs back in the day. And he was like, two ends. And I was like, yep, that's how you spell my name. Thanks, wow. Ja Rule. Thanks. Wow, Ja, ja Rule verifying the spelling, though. Mm-hmm. Love that. It was great. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. This was awesome. And it's been a dream of mine, actually, because I'm obsessed. Uh, Well, thank you so much. We're obsessed, too. We love it. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.